right, welcome to episode three of Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. Happy to be here tonight. How you doing, Mike? It's great to be back. I'm feeling pretty good. Me too. Hey, uh, engineer, could you pump up our bed music a bit? Oh, sure. How's that for you? Uh, you weren't supposed to answer that. We were supposed to give the illusion that there's a third engineer in here. Oh, I'm sorry. We are coming to you live on tape, sort of, from my house. That, I thought that was supposed to be a secret. I'm not saying where my house is. All right. Well, spilled the beans already. Hope you're all doing well tonight. Jared, let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, our our loyal listener base, our listenership. Hang on. Yeah. This is there, a, this a cu- is a there, there are a couple of the best listeners out there. Our base. Our loyal fan base of listeners uh, are hearing this presumably between 1 and 3 a.m. in the twilight hours. Uh, We are recording this in the morning. This time. This time. Do you consider yourself a morning person? Um... I partly ask because I am not a morning person, and you and I just took a lengthy road trip together, uh, and you got up very early yeah. almost every day. I, I think that's only when I'm on a road trip with you guys. <laughs> you got up at like six every morning yeah. to go take a dip in the pool and swim a few laps. I don't want to miss out on, on, on hotel swimming pools or, or free breakfasts. That's, I, that was my motivation for getting up early, I think. Yeah. Free breakfast, hotel pool. So when you're at home, you're not getting up early. Uh, I have to work half the time early, so then I just do because I got to. Yeah. But otherwise, I'll be honest. Today I slept till like 9.15. Well, not only are you just getting up early to go take a dip, you're like really happy about it. <laughs> I well, yeah. I am. I put on my Jack Lane bodysuit and do some uh, <laughs> some arm circles. <laughs> I'm, cran- I'm cranky like every morning. Yeah. No matter how much sleep I got the night before, no matter what time I wake up, I'm just cranky. I don't know how to. I don't know how to not be cranky in the morning. I mean, I don't lash out at anyone, but I don't feel good. Yeah. I need to be one of these people that like hops out of bed. Do you have a loved one who can splash cold water in your face first thing? Because that would help. That might make me lash out. Yeah, but you'd uh, be awake and you'd be fine. I don't know. I guess you don't want a loved one to do that. It'd be good to yeah, have an your, enemy, like your, a mortal enemy. Have the, the help around the house uh, do that for you, <laughs> yeah. Jeeves. Yeah, but then you got to pay him. Speaking of Jeeves, no. Speaking of Smithers, you've been watching this new season of Riverdale. I have not. I've never seen Riverdale. Uh, I know you like it. I know a few other people that enjoy it as well. Yeah, it's pretty good. Is it? Uh, my impression of it is that it's like a spooky teen drama. Is that right? Yeah, Archie and the gang. But it's Archie. Yeah, Archie and, the and Jughead. are not spooky. Generally not. At least not the original ones, yeah. Oh, wait. Is there a reboot? There's like... Oh, there's all kinds of reboots. There's like... Spooky reboots. Yeah. I remember seeing uh, Archie comics in line at the grocery store. There would be those little digests. Yeah, you know, I think they ones? still have them there. Yeah. yeah. Next to um, Soap Opera Digest and Jet. Yeah. Jet. 
who who is reading Archie comics for the last like That's what I was wondering. for the last like sixty years like, or whatever? Yeah, like in the year two thousand seven, they were there. Yeah, they've been all this time, and they're just those little books in the line at the grocery. And today's someone's picking today's them up. kids don't like them. Yeah, I don't see kids it? reading them. I don't see anyone reading yeah, those no things actually. <laughs> Are they just a placeholder in the grocery aisle? If you have purchased an Archie Digest from the as an impulse buy in the checkout aisle, let us know. Yeah, anyone. If anyone has, just call us. Give us a call. Uh, we'll post our number on Twitter. Don't come to my house is what I'm trying to say. Do not come to my house. This is not a live show. No. This is not like that scene in American Graffiti where Richard Dreyfuss shows up at, uh, and finds Wolfman Jack and he like gives him all the popsicles because the freezer broke. <laughs> and he's like, we gotta eat all these popsicles, they're gonna melt. Remember that? Yeah, one time when I was working at Dairy Queen in uh, junior high school, I was about 14 or 15. No, I was 14 because as soon as I turned 15, I got the job at the hardware store. So I was 14 working at the DQ on... Uh, on uh, Winona Avenue there Wait, in Warsaw. So you went, you, went, you went from soft serve to hardware? That's right. Cool. That's absolutely right. Except for actually I was on the grill. I didn't really mess with the ice cream. Me too. Uh, anyway, a car crashed into a telephone pole outside, like down the street from the Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. And all the power went out on our side of town for like the whole day while they were fixing it. So the manager came out wheeling the big free the deep freezer and she was like we gotta eat these dilly bars or they're gonna melt <laughs> so my coworkers and i just sat around eating dilly bars for like an hour and a half oh, that's great my family came in and i gave them each a dilly bar it's <laughs> like hey we gotta eat them they're gonna yeah. go to waste dilly bars. i'm not sure if i'm i feel weird making eye contact with you on the air i just realized oh why i don't know that's why i'm bringing it up to find out why <laughs> i feel comfortable because i'm talking to you okay to make eye contact. i don't want to get too comfortable and forget that we have, you know, our listeners out there. No, that's when we get to the real raw stuff. Yeah. That's when we when we let our guard down and when we get to some intimacy going on here on unspoken requests. That's yeah. when we get to the good stuff. Hey, uh, should we should we list what played before this little talk break here? That's a great idea, Michael. We started off the show with Magic Planet by Shuki Levy and Haim. Seban, I might pronounce, might be pronouncing this wrong. That was from the album Music from the Television Series He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, a double disc set. Available at your local library. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. There's two discs worth of He-Man music? Oh, yeah. And that was really good. Is it all like that? No. <laughs> I wouldn't expect it to be all like that. Some of it's more like ominous, like Skeletor's lair. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. That's actually Mario's lair. <laughs> You're right, actually. <laughs> uh, this, the next song you heard there was How It Goes by Maki from the new Mox tape. How to hit what and how hard. I find that title very, uh, like a tongue twister. Yeah. How to hit what and how hard. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah, I really recommend looking into this guy Maki. He's a mysterious cat from Los Angeles. He's got some great stuff. Literally, he's a cat. Yeah, he's a cat. He's like keyboard cat. <laughs> he is. Uh, check him out on Bandcamp. That's where I go to get my Maki fill. That's M-O-C-K-Y, if you're wondering. Maki the kitty. Uh, next, we heard Magic in My Life. I didn't mean to do this, but we played two songs that start off with the word... Uh, do you have reverb on this on this in this dump? I don't right now. Okay, pretend there's like some really cool reverb. We'll Let's say the yeah. word Next time we'll hook magic. that up. Magic. 
They both started off with the word magic. That was Magic in My Life by The Fifth Dimension, one of the world's great vocal groups of all time. Do you listen to much Fifth Dimension? Just a little bit. I have a couple records, but when I was um, looking into learning how to play Wedding Bell Blues recently, oh, yeah. I found some live performance of them doing it. From like TV shows? Like, yeah, uh, from like a lip sync. Like yeah, like yeah. And it was great. Really like great. The, did you watch the Paper Cup one? Where they're like kind of in the circle or all together and they start spinning around. Oh, no, I didn't see that. That was really good. Uh, there's a double disc set of like all the hits that has some really good stuff on it. You Wait, of out. like video stuff? No, no, no. It's like oh, just the songs. Yeah. But yeah. Great stuff. And those are the songs we played to start off episode three of Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. Well, what, should, what should we do next, Mike? Play some more, play some more hits. Yeah, we should maybe get into some. We have a lot of music to play today, and no guest for you, so it's going to be all just wall to wall, action packed rock hits. block. Yeah. Do you have something ready to go? Or uh, you're playing something? I'll, I'll get something ready to go. All right. You know what I'm going to play? I'm going to. I'm very excited. There was a. <clears throat> there had been some rumblings of this for a while on the internet. Um. And then it was sort of surprise released last week while we were on the road, but the new uh, Starflyer 59 single came out suddenly. One of America's great bands. So I'm going to play that. It's called Terror. Here's uh, Terror from Starflyer 59. Brand new song. Welcome back to Unspoken Requests. I'm Jared. And I'm Mike. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, Engineer, could you bump up our bed music? He's always a little slow. He's he or she is always little a little slow on, on, that, on that. Maybe we should give him a raise? Or her? I've never met Couldn't the engineer. Yeah, I haven't either. Well, they're, they're behind that one-sided glass. I just assume they're back there. Never even checked. What did we just hear there, Jared? I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> I know exactly what we just heard. I'm going to let you say it because you're better at pronouncing words. Oh, no. You know, I was uh, afraid of this. Um, <laughs> I played at least one song that has a foreign language title uh, and I'm going to have to pronounce it on the air and I'm going to just butcher it because I only speak the one language English <laughs> and I studied Spanish a little so we kicked that one off with now tell me Jared if I'm pronouncing this correctly terror <laughs> are you trying to say the 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 name Terra? I'm like trying to the, say the, the dog commonly breed. female name Tara. Commonly female name, yes, it is a commonly name, isn't it? I mean, it's mostly used by the by females. I guess males could use the word 
the name Tara. Yeah, I know a guy named Ashley. I know, there was a guy named Tara. Uh, his last name was Rising. He was a professional wrestler. I don't think really? it was his real name. Yeah, his name was Tara. T E R R A was his first name. He later oh. became Triple H. Oh no, kidding! He started out as Tara, first name, last name Rising. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty good. Anyway, yes, you said the word terror correct. Terror by Starflyer Fifty Nine kicked off that block of nonstop solid hits. That's from their new Terror Seven Inch single. How long have they been a band now? Thirty three years. A long time. No. No, 23 years. Yeah. Ish. Long time. Very long time. Longer than that. Oh, yeah. Since like 93. Coming up on the 25th anniversary of yeah. Starflyer 59. After that, we heard After Hebden by St. Etienne from their new album, which is very good. It's called Home Counties. Followed by Now It's On by Granddaddy from the album Someday. That al- I hadn't listened to that album in a really long time. That Granddaddy record, which I really love. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, and I don't know what, I just got, I was going through something, I guess, a few weeks ago. And I listened to that album. The, it was the only thing I listened to, and I listened to it once a day for about two and a half weeks. Yeah. And I didn't listen to anything else. And it, was, it just felt really soothing to me for some reason. I wasn't interested in anything else. Well, that's what music can do sometimes. Isn't that beautiful? That is. That, I, I found is. some solace in that granddaddy, that old granddaddy record. But I love that. that that's the opening track. I dusty, love it. dusted. You took that old record off the shelf and. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I did? Yeah. I sat there and I listened to it <laughs> by myself. Yeah. Sometimes that's the best way to do it. Oh, after that, you the know... The reason I did it was because of today's music, so I went back to this old one, because today's music, it doesn't have the same, like... Uh, yeah, the same 2001 soul. The soul, yeah, the same soul. <laughs> yeah. That's what I That's what I missed from the music of yesteryear. Right. The old-time favorites. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's Ch- what I like. Ch- I like that old-time rock and roll. Yeah. Yep. After that, we heard Our Last Summer by ABBA. You know, maybe we just experienced our last summer for all we know. <laughs> well, summer's eternal. The endless summer is here. It's never uh, going to yeah. cool down again. It's 90 well, degrees in October. It's, yeah, it really was. October was was rough. But now that we're at, past that, it's we're, all smooth sailing. That we don't know when this is going to air. We're assuming that by the time this airs, the, the weather will have cooled down a bit uh, as the fall and winter approaches. But... You can't really bank on that stuff anymore. Like the, you know, I don't know what the farmers' almanacs say these days, but they've got to be real confused. Yeah. For all we know, we're dead. Me and you. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. And we're doing this. If we had reverb right now, I would say we were doing the show from beyond the grave. <laughs> Spooky. Hopefully, we're still with you. And hopefully, you're still with us here. Yeah. It's probably about. 140, 140, 240, 130. Not going to give out the time because I'm not sure. We don't use watches anymore here on Unspoken Requests. We just we just go until they kick us out of the studio. Well, except for we do text each other via our Apple watches that we're wearing from across the table Yeah. Uh, throughout the episode. We, That's ch- why we each have an talking. Apple watch on each wrist. 
Yeah, that's right. Just because it's difficult. I've, I've, I'm getting better at it, but like texting from each one. Yeah. With, uh, with the opposite hand while I'm texting from the other one with the other hand. Right. It's a little confusing, but I think I'm getting there. It's like learning to play the piano. What do we hear after that, Mike? The last thing is the one I don't know how to pronounce. Do you speak French? No. It's the most famous Eric Satie tune. How do you say it? Gymnopedi number one. Gymnopedi? Gymnopedi? Number one. From Bow Noise. That's uh, Bo Sorensen. From his uh, EP Satie Works, where he covered a bunch of Eric Satie tunes on his on a synthesizers. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. Yeah. He had a few different synths. I think five different ones that he uh, recorded five different songs on a different synth, each one. You and I recently watched the uh, Suzanne Ciani documentary. A Life in Waves. We have also watched, I don't remember if we watched this together, but we watched the, the Robert Moog documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, synthesizers are something that I have an extremely limited understanding of. Uh, those modular synths, I don't understand how they work. Are you, Like, half the time, are you plugging in a melody? You know, you, there's like sequencing and stuff, but then he did this Eric Satie thing on one, and I'm presuming he had like keys to play. I think people just play something from their iPod and they just switch all the chords to make it look like they're doing something really <laughs> I neat. I see. I see. That I makes could it, be wrong. No, that actually makes a lot more sense because the other way seems like an impossibility. Yeah. To uh, have maybe to these people are just these things and just geniuses. Yeah, I've never really messed with a real synthesizer very much. I'm more of a guitar geek. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> what do you like I, to geek I, I out? Like, I like the guitar gods Ugh. of our of our time. You know, Sick. like... Uh, <laughs> Rock's only guitarist, Dave, Dave Navarro. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you like to go to the hard rock on the weekend, check out the axes on the wall? I do. No, I'm not much of a gearhead, actually. You're probably more of a gearhead than me. As if. I've seen you work in those pedals. I just got my first pedal last year. What'd you get? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Mellotron emulator pel- pedal from our buddy Owen. Oh. He got it and it's like, didn't do exactly what he wanted it to do. Yeah. I was like, does what I want it to do. Makes things sound like sound like a Mellotron. We should have a real gearhead come on sometime and blow our minds with the amount of knowledge they have about how to make sounds. Sorry, I fell asleep when you started talking about gear. <laughs> I'm back. Hey, I got some more songs. Great. You wanna you wanna play some more music for yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. Good. I'll let you go ahead and do that. Alright. We're gonna start this next rock block off with the clientele. Welcome back to Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. Thanks for sticking with us. Hope you're 
we keep saying that like uh, we know you're hanging by a thread out there. I thanks I, for I, sticking I can in just there. Feel I, these people have their <laughs> their their little hands, their grubby little hands on the dial. These insomniacs, and they're like, "There's probably something better out there." But then they realize that this is the best show ever. <laughs> There's nothing better out there, especially this hour. That's right. Not at this time of day or night. Anyways, hope you're all doing well out there. No matter what you're doing. Maybe you're driving a, a big rig. Maybe you're at the laundromat. Maybe you're at the laundromat. Maybe you're at the steak and shake. Maybe you're preparing your meals for the rest of the week that you're going to take to lunch with you. Do you take your lunch That's to work smart. very often? Not very often. I... I, uh, some days I don't go into one or got like a one to nine shift. So I eat lunch at home, but then we have a dinner break where there's restaurants around. It's a lot easier just to get a, yeah. get a quick, quick cheap meal. Somewhere. I've been taking my lunch to work lately cause I'm pinching pennies. Yeah. And, uh, I'm already bored with my options. I need to diversify my diet. I eat the same stuff all the time. I could help you, man. What do you got? Do you want to be my nutritionist? I'd love to. That sounds great. What kind, I, of, what kind of suggestions would you give to me? Are you tired of the same old sandwich? Yeah. Spice, spice things up a bit with with spices. Oh, Put like spice uh, on there. tarragon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tarragon. Uh, buffalo sauce. Oh, okay. Um, maybe uh, bring... Um, Let's see, what other, what's there, what is there besides sandwiches? What's in buffalo sauce? It's vinegar and what else? I was, I, I look at the ingredients sometimes. The last one I looked at said like, uh, liquid margarine. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just butter. Just butter and hot sauce. What makes it, yeah, what makes it uh, have that tang to it? I, ghost I, peppers? Ghost, probably ghosts, yeah. Um, paprika maybe? Ghost peppers vinegar. are all, all the rage these days it seems. They finally, they're finally getting their due. Everybody's talking about ghost peppers. I, I don't know if I've had a ghost pepper. <laughs> You're behind the time. I guess buddy. so. Uh, what else can you bring to your, bring for lunch besides um, maybe a bag of bag of nuts and grapes? I have been keeping nuts on hand. Um, you ever heard of Gorp? The movie? No. Oh no. The food? No. Oh, maybe. It's, it's, I had a, it's I had not a coworker a f- for a while who would bring Gorp to work, and he would that's talk about that's not a food. It's a it's a trail mix, right? You don't consider trail mix to be food. <laughs> it's not a food. It's a thing you could do to foods. Wait, so what's Gorp? Grapes, oranges, radishes, radishes, pralines, and pralines. And you mix them together. All right. No, it's good old raisins and peanuts. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you remember what RB stands for? RB. Roast beef. Do you know what the YS is, though? Oh, no. I may have been watching some old uh, fast food commercials. That's what I like to do to doze off. You don't listen to this show to fall asleep. You watch fast food commercials. I watch 80s fast food commercials mm-hmm. with the sound off with some new age music playing in the background as I doze off. Anyway, this commercial it had what was what RB stood for underneath it in the commercial. So it was like underneath the A... It said Americas. Underneath the R, it said roast. Underneath the B, it said beef. Underneath the Y, it said yes. Underneath the S, it said sir. So it officially stands for Americas roast beef, yes sir. I don't know. That seems uh, retrograde. 
No, it's in the commercial. It's canon. I'm saying I think they came up with that after they already had the name Arby's. That's, yeah. Could be. They got the meats there. Uh, yeah. It's rough. Yeah. Anyway, that last rock block, we started it off with every Everyone You Meet by The Clientele. Not to be confused with Everywhere You Look, the Full House theme, different song. Everyone You Meet by The Clientele from the new album on Merge Records, Music for the Age of Miracles. My wife fell asleep watching Full House last night. It's on one of the streaming services now. She's been watching it a lot. Okay. And uh, I was in here working on some other stuff, and I just heard in the background a different version of the Full House theme that was longer with different lyrics than oh, I had heard before. Interesting. Than the one I'm used to, basically. Yeah. Huh. So I, I mean, I've been meaning to look that up since last night, but haven't gotten around to it yet. <laughs> The extended cut, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's like a longer version of the Cheers yeah. theme, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Golden Girls theme is like a four and a half minute song. Oh. I don't yeah. know if I've heard that. Yeah. After that was uh, Humaniora. Huma- Humaniora. Humaniora. Manny. Manny the Hippie from Humaniora. the Dave Letterman Show. Humaniora by Sound of Series from their new album, The Twin, on Joyful Noise Recordings. After that, we heard Daniel Dolphin by The Free Design from their album, The Free Design Sing for Very Important People, meaning children of all ages. If you're a child listening to this right now, go back to bed, you rascals. You got school in the morning. I wonder if there are kids out there who... uh lay under their covers with the transistor, transistor radio yeah. the way i used to watch dave letterman after i was supposed to go to bed oh yeah uh, but they listen to this show i'm sure there this are is, this is where they're getting all their cultural references and learning about humor and good music this is the spot this is it it's where i'd go these days can't trust anybody but you can trust us can't trust that scary old world out there what do you got who are you, who are you gonna trust twitter as you're going to trust, trust some some phony baloney, uh, you know, uh, faker on Instagram. You can't trust those people. Those images aren't real. Yeah, you can tell we're, we are real people because we're talking to you right now. And just you, listener. Straight could to be, It could be only, it's, it's feasible that you are literally the only person we're talking to right now. <laughs> th- but that's how, we, that's how we like it. Yeah. We wouldn't because want too you, many people tuning in. You. Get crowded. You. Say your name to yourself right now, listener. You are our special listener. You're the only person listening to this show right now. You may not realize it, but you are. And you're going to have a great day tomorrow. As soon as you go to bed after this show, you're going to have great dreams. But all these hits we played for you. What was the last hit we played, Mike? The last hit was a song called Traume. Traume. By MTD. What's from, M- from the album Sat. MTD. I don't know how to. I don't know how to say any of those words. Traume. T R A U M E. That's the name of the song. By MTD. E M T I D I. All right. And the album is Sat. S A A T. Sounds made up. It was by someone. Okay. That's a fact. You know what kind of music I like to listen to sometimes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do because you play uh, a lot of it on this one show. One kind is like music that sounds like uh, 
you might hear it on the Weather Channel uh-huh. or like over the speaker at LS Airs or Lazarus or uh, JC Penney as you're shopping 20 years ago uh, or, or checking out the local forecast. But uh, there's this uh, new song from 2017 that kind of sounds like that to me I'd like to play next. Yeah, let's get it right From the group uh, Pieces of a Dream from their album Just Funkin' Around. Which is a title I'm not crazy about, to be honest. It's awfully close to a swear. It is. But this song is called A New Day. This is a new song from 2017. Hit us with it, Jerry. going to play it. Hopefully you feel like you're watching the weather or shopping 20 years ago when you listen to this. for sticking with us here on Unspoken Request. This is our third episode. And in that five-song rock block, we started it off with A New Day by Pieces of a Dream. From the album with the horrible title, Just Funkin' Around. Followed by a song from an album with another horrible, awful title. Long Way to Go by Buddy Emmons and Lenny Bro. The album is called Miners Allowed. Wait. How do they spell that? M I N O R S, Miners. Which is already unfortunate. Okay. But they mean. Like minor chords. Minor chords. They're allowed, like A L L O W E D? No. No? A L O U D. As in, they are audible. Miners allowed. <laughs> really bad. Because there's some weird sexual overtones there. Uh, uh, I wouldn't. I mean, there could be. I'm th- when, when I think of miners being allowed into a bar to drink beer. Right. So they can be picked up by skeezy well, pervs. Yeah. Anyway, bad title, Buddy and Lenny. <laughs> Just like... The theme are all these bad titles great, in this great in this, song, theme, in this little set here. Great no, song. there's some there's some okay there's some titles. Fine ones, yeah. Um. Uh, what the heck is our engineer's name? I keep forgetting. I never learned it. Could you tell them to bump up the bed music, please? Bump the bed, incidentally, is the name of Jared's new solo album project. I can't bump all be great bed. titles. All right. After that, we heard. Night of the Vampire by the Moon Trekkers, produced by Joe Meek. That's from the album. It's a double CD called Vampires, Cowboys, Spacemen, and Spooks, the very best of Joe Meek's instrumentals. After that, we heard Public Speaker by Canadian rock band Big School from their Year One cassette compilation. And... Right before we came back to you, we were listening to the song Passages One by Alex Johnson from the 1991 album Operation Oasis. And that one, I'm just going to read the little uh, description of that album. Yeah, give it to us. 
dedicated to the men and women of... This was a cassette tape that he made in 1991, this guy, Alex Johnson. Dedicated to the men and women of Operation Desert Storm, Alex Johnson produced a small number of Operation Oasis cassettes and shipped the entire run to American soldiers serving in Iraq and Kuwait. Recorded in 1991, Johnson combined virtuos, virtu, virtuosic, how do you say that word? Virtuosic. Virtuosic, yeah. Virtuosic looping violin solos over heavy synth drones evoking boundless desert vistas to create a touching gesture, gesture of support. And then uh, earlier this year, Numero Group reissued that on 100 tapes. The whole album's really good. Operation Oasis. Did you ever Alex have Johnson. any of those um, in 1991? I don't know. When was Desert Storm? Yeah. 90 to. Ni- yeah, 91 or, was like. Was, it, was that when it kicked off? The big. Uh, well, I, I know that for sure because WrestleMania 7's big angle was Iraq War themed. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And that was April of 91. Were you going to ask about Desert, Desert Storm trading cards? I was. Really? Yes. <laughs> I was going to ask if you I had. Uh, those were everywhere. They really were. They're still everywhere. I see them in junk stores I had. A, I had at least, even back then, I had like a whole box of them. Yeah. You know, my brother and I would go through them and trade them. And what was, who was on them? Like Storm and Norman? The yeah, Norman card? Schwarzkopf. Who uh, else? I don't, I don't know. They would have like the tanks okay. and Humvees and like, like that. Sudan, Saddam on there? I don't know. I don't remember if they had bad guys. The, the baddies or just the... Uh, yeah, I don't remember what all was... Oh, okay. Operation Desert Storm, 1990. August 2nd, 1990 to February 28th, 1991. Short. Hmm. Interesting. I remember I had a Desert Storm sticker on my basketball goal. On our garage. So I did my part. Thanks. Thanks for doing... Some gave all, you know? <laughs> yeah. Some put up a sticker. All gave some space on their basketball backboard. It's too. a Billy Ray Cyrus song from his first album. What is... His his album is called Some Gave All. Hey, speaking of... And this gi- title track is like, All gave some, some gave all. And then it goes into achy breaky heart after Oh, that. wow. <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, sacrifice, making a sacrifice for the betterment of mankind. Yeah. This weekend, did I tell you this story already about the chair? I don't think so. This weekend, I was at work at my day job. Oh did, yes, but I tell. I don't. Again. Uh, I don't. Uh, do good. No, I don't do this uh, radio show for a living. This is for pure joy. Uh, we don't really get paid that much to do this show. <laughs> um, but. So I have a day job. I was at my day job recording a concert this weekend. I I was the director of the shoot. So I needed a chair, and there were no chairs to be found. So in the building we were working in, I eventually went upstairs. Are you saying you needed a director's chair with your name embroidered on the back, or are you just talking about any chair? Well, that would have been ideal. Okay. But I just needed any old chair. Gotcha. So I went upstairs in the building we were working in, and I found a rickety old wooden chair. And I drug it back downstairs through a crowd of people and over to where we were working and just where we were working in the corner outside in the hallway from where we were working yeah there's this one old woman and she was leaning on a pile of gear that we had put there in front of another chair so you couldn't access the comfortable chair 
And I turn the corner and she's leaning on our gear, like half sitting on it and uh, breathing very heavily. Yeah. Like she's exhausted. And I turn the corner with my chair that I've been seriously looking for a chair for 20 minutes. And I turn the corner and she goes, oh my gosh, thank you so much. (laughs) And I looked at her and said, no problem, ma'am. And I set the chair down and let her sit in the chair and let her have it. And I went and retrieved another one from upstairs. Because there was there was actually one more where I found that when there were two chairs. Um, but, that, and that's fine. I didn't, didn't mind giving her a chair at all. She certainly needed it. But what I want to know is, who did she think I was that knew <laughs> that she needed a chair and just materialized yeah. out of thin yeah. air? And because she, she was so, oh my gosh, she appreciated it so much. I can't believe you brought me a chair. But I just want to know who she thought I was. Because I don't work there. I wasn't in any kind of uniform or anything. I'm just some guy. You're a great Samaritan. Well, maybe she was... a Samaritan. That's a stretch. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe she was, uh, you know, some kind of angel of the Lord. or uh, Since to test you. (laughs) To test me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think I passed with flying colors. Heaven, here I come. As Jared said earlier, we may be dead already, so I may already be in heaven as we speak, after that good deed. What do you say, Jared? More music? You got something ready, or do you want me to find something? Oh, I got stuff ready, all the time. I love music. <laughs> I love playing it for our listeners. Thanks again to both of you guys listening, guys or gals, listening out there. We appreciate you listening. We're going to be here every single week for you. That's right. No matter what. No, every other week for you. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) I mean, we're here for you if you need anything. Like, jump your car, borrow some sugar if you're baking a pie. Uh Uh-huh. Hey, speaking of which, uh, Jared and I went to a pie party contest uh, this week, last week. A friend of ours put together. Last month, actually. Well, whenever it was, we went to one. No, that was like actually two months ago. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, Jared and I were at a pie party put on by one of our friends. It's a competition to see who... In fact, Jared won the pie party. I, well, I won one of the categories, which was best tasting. You won the best tasting pie. what I was pie. going for. Well, I had some of your pie. It was delicious. Oh, thanks, man. Do you want to say what it was? Uh, I can give my recipe on the air right now. Oh, great. I made a peanut butter pie, which I've never done before. So I googled how to make how the heck do you make a peanut butter pie, <laughs> and I got some ideas on how to do it, and I just kind of went from there. I realized that people put things like peanut butter, cream cheese, confectioner's sugar, and then put on like a graham cracker crust. And that's one way to do it. So I used that as a basic basic idea. I just added a lot more cinnamon to it, and then before I put the mixture on top of the graham cracker crust that I made. Which you just, all you do for making graham cracker crust, it's so easy. You just take a box of graham crackers, throw it against the wall a few times till they smash, get smashed up real good. Mix it with some butter, some sugar, and cinnamon. And you have a crust after you bake it. Anyways, then I put a layer of butterscotch morsels on top of that. Completely covering the bottom with morsels of butterscotch. And you bake that for like seven minutes so that it's melted. Then in a bowl, you take your cream cheese, 
your maple flavored peanut butter. That's a secret. You get the maple flavored maple flavored peanut butter, which I think you can only currently buy at Big Lots because it was it didn't do very well. And it's a closeout item. Mix that with your cream cheese, your sugar, your cinnamon, some cloves, some nutmeg, and then you spread that on top of the baked in butterscotch layer, which is kind of hard by now. And I think that's about it. So simply follow that st- simple, easy step-by-step oh, step recipe step. that Jared just gave you. I found a, I found a bag of, <laughs> of pecans. Uh-huh. So I threw the pecans in a skillet, threw some butter in the skillet, threw some maple syrup in the skillet, threw some sugar in the skillet, threw a bunch of cinnamon in the skillet, and cooked that up until it was like this big, giant, like praline-looking thing. And then I extracted the candied hulk of pecans from that mess and placed them one by one on top of the pie. That was the final step. Then I sprinkled it with a little more cinnamon. Simple. Simple and easy. Simple follow those, as that. Follow those three or four simple steps and you can make an award-winning pie. That's right. Anyway, the whole reason I bring this up is our friend David also made a pie. And his pie, on the top of it, he had written in crust beautifully. Looked great. No spiders in here. Looked spooky. Looked really good. He took a photo of it. Someone took a photo of it. Uh-huh. Presumably him. Uh-huh. He posted it on the internet to, I don't know, his Twitter or Facebook account, whatever. Somehow, someone got a hold of this thing and retweeted it or stole the image and retweeted it. And it became this viral sensation over the weekend. And now, there are all these people out there masquerading as the creator of this pie that says no spiders in here it got over 6,000 upvotes on reddit it's insane it's it, weird how it's these things more blow by up now. yeah it may be as of right now how many how many people have retweeted this dumb pie I don't know it's not a dumb pie it's a great pie uh I'll tell you right now Jared's looking it up he's our uh he's our uh, show historian 4,742 people have retweeted it. And that's Twitter alone. That's just Twitter. Anyway, anyway congratulations to local uh, local hero David Orr for making that pie. For inventing the viral pie. That's going to that's gonna last every year around Halloween. That's going to be yeah. reposted and retweeted for all time and eternity. It went viral. It went really viral. When I when I see here. that when I, when I see a picture of that pie, uh, I might think, David Orr, is it you who posted a picture of that pie? That brings us to our next song. It's called "Is It You." <laughs> The Great Pumpkin Waltz by the Vince Squirrel, the trio. What do we hear before that, Mike? Oh, before that was the new single from the great uh, Utah band, Choir Boy. It's called Sunday Light. It's their new 7-inch. It's out on Deus Records. I really like that stuff. 
Yeah, me too. That uh, the album they put out last year, and then uh, that new seven inch all sounds so. So great. last year, this year, maybe it was this year. I think it was real early this year, maybe. Can't remember for sure. For that, we heard "Is It You" by Lee Rittenauer from the album Rit. Thanks well, as always for tuning in to Unspoken Requests. We're gonna leave you with one more tune, uh, and then we'll see you in two weeks. If you have any unspoken requests for next time, just think about it. We'll get them. <laughs> yeah, don't say them, please. What are we gonna close the show with, Mike? What you got? I'm gonna play "Go Get It" from the new Slow Dive record. All right, titled "Slow Dive." I can't get enough of this album. I've been listening to it a ton lately. Good stuff. My whole family's been enjoying it in the van as we drive drive to school every morning. It's wonderful. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Isn't that sweet? That is nice. All right, cool. Thanks again for tuning in. Here's Go Get It by Slow Dive.